It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. It is time. It is World Series time. Rangers and Diamondbacks, no, it is not the matchup we thought we were going to have a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to say this right here, right now, this is good for baseball. Now, we may see reports of ratings down or ratings flat. Ratings were up during the season, but without New York, without LA, without Chicago, Without the top, top markets, sure, we may see some of those markets not as interested in baseball. But this is good for baseball for a couple of reasons. This is still going to draw in a significant amount of baseball fans that typically don't watch Diamondbacks and don't watch Rangers baseball. So there are, as we have all seen, some really great and exciting talent on both sides that if you're a casual baseball fan or if you are a fan of an American League East team and let's say you just live in the American League East or the National League Central, you just live in the National League Central, maybe you don't know a whole lot about Gabriel Moreno. You probably heard about Corbin Carroll by now. Maybe you don't know a lot about Cattell Marte. This is his first time on the national stage like this. Maybe you don't know a whole lot about Brandon Fott, who we all know a lot about Brandon Fott. Don't mess with him on a Tuesday. I I got that from PHN Exports. I got to be honest. I I can't take that for my own. Somebody commented that in their live stream, and that's where I got that from. Shout out to PHN Exports. The Diamondbacks are a wagon. Yes, I've been watching. So, the young talent on the Arizona side, the young talent on the Texas side, Josh Young, you've got Leody Tavares, you've got so much exciting talent, Evan Carter, and everyone's going to get to know them now. So, that is great. New stars are going to be introduced on the grandest stage to a lot of baseball fans that maybe we're not aware That's one reason. The other reason, and a reason this one impacts every single team out there. Every single one of you, whether you are a Yankee fan, a Met fan, a Royals fan, an Athletics fan, a Guardians fan, a Blue Jays fan, this impacts everybody. We saw 
teams go out and spend a ridiculous amount of money this last offseason and completely fail. The Mets, the Padres, the Yankees did not matter that they had high payroll. So you start to wonder, uh uh-oh, are we now going down a road where teams are going to be able to justify not spending money? Because you had teams like the Reds, like the Orioles, winning games with very low payrolls. Teams like the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks with the 23rd ranked payroll this year at $62 million. Here's the good news. The Rangers are here with the 8th highest payroll, $184 million, showing that there are two ways to do this thing, not just one. Not just one. You can spend money and get here, and you can be reliant on some fiscally conservative contracts and prospects and get here. So there's two paths to get here. That is a great thing that needs to be out there. If we saw too low, if we saw an Orioles and Diamondbacks World Series, no offense, that might have been a bad thing for baseball. Because it would have shown that it's all about the prospects. Don't trade your prospects. Don't go out there and sign crazy contracts. But that's not what happened. So we are seeing two different paths get there. And the Rangers are doing it a little bit of both ways. Because they've spent the big money. And they've got the emerging young talent. So this is going to be a good World Series for baseball. Those looking at it from afar may see reports of of ratings being down. I'm not worried about that. I think that this is going to be a fun series, and I can't wait. So we are ready to go and do our World Series preview. I wanted to open up with that. I wanted to get that out there right off the bat. Did anybody expect this to be how it played out? In the end, Braves, Dodgers, Orioles, Astros, the top two seeds on both sides are gone. The Rangers... Going from that two to five maybe worked out in their favor because if they had flip-flopped with the Astros and the Astros had four games on the road, maybe the Astros would be here. The Diamondbacks, the number six seed, they would not have been here even in the equation the previous CBA and any time before that. But here they are. And those that want to go out there and say, well, it's the five and the six. It's not the one and a one or a one and a two. That just shows you, A, how difficult it is to get through the postseason, but also, B, how close the talent gap is. It's not much of a gap. You get more parity. There's more opportunities to win, and we're seeing that with the Diamondbacks and Rangers World Series. Let's go. Let's get into this thing. Let's preview the World Series. Let's talk about how we got here. The Texas Rangers are 8-0 and on the road in this playoffs. 8-0. and They only lost their three games at home. They are 1-4 and at home. They have had to go on the road to get here. On the other side, the Arizona Diamondbacks, they were cruising. Sweeping Milwaukee, sweeping the Dodgers, ran into trouble at Citizens Bank Park, but bounced back, took two games, had to come back in game four, went down, 
Looked like everything was over. Oh my God, we just lost 6-1. to one. We're going back to Citizens Bank Park. Aaron Knowles on the mound. All the humanity. But then the Diamondbacks went back to an element of what they used for the majority. Not the majority, but for much of the season where they ran. And that running helped them get to a, a, a whole new level in this series. They unlocked two levels, the Arizona Diamondbacks did in that series against the Philadelphia Phillies. They unlocked a level where they were at backs against the wall. Game three, at home, knowing that if they lost that game, it was probably over. They would be down 0-3, and they would have a monumental mountain to climb. And they went into a, we can't lose. They went into backs against the wall, we can't lose mode. That got them a couple of wins. That got them back in it. And then when they went to Philly, they went to another level where they started running and tearing up the bases. And we started to see Corbin Carroll come around. We started to see others come around and support Cattell Marte. So the Arizona Diamondbacks have had quite a road to get here. Now, these teams faced off four times this year. And the Arizona Diamondbacks won three of them. We're going to go back and look at those real quick. May 2nd, it was a 6-4 to Rangers win. And then the Diamondbacks won the three remaining games of the season. 12-7 in Texas on May 3rd. Then they didn't play each other again until August. And the Diamondbacks took both of them. In that first game, it was a Zach Gallon start. They were up 4-1 to one in the bottom of the fifth. And then the bullpen. With a little help from Gallon. Gallon did not have a solid uh, fifth or sixth inning, if memory serves me right. And the bullpen gave up some runs. Five runs scored. Fifth through seventh for the Rangers. And the Rangers won that game. Second game of that series, we saw a lot of runs. 19 runs. It was a 12-7 to game. Christian Walker, Diamondbacks fans. This is one of the guys you want to see get going. Two for four with two home runs and five RBI against Texas pitching in Texas back on May 3rd. Josh Young. We know what two homer games look like from Josh Young. We've seen one this postseason. It was not enough, though, for the Rangers in that one. Then in the next game, later in August, the third game they played against one another, we had a great start from Jordan Montgomery, but this thing went into extras. Cattell Marte hit a home run in the bottom of the ninth to tie it, and then the team came through for him in the 11th, and the Diamondbacks got the win there. And the final game, going head-to-head, August 22nd, Arizona won 6-3. This is good. This is what you want to see, Diamondbacks fans. You got a Zach Gallon start, six innings, 11 strikeouts, one run in. Can he channel that in the postseason? We haven't really seen that. From, we, well, we did not see him go to that kind of level against the Phillies. I think you're going to need to see that from him now. I really hope that Zach Gallen can get on his ace, follow me into battle horse and come out with a performance like this. Lamar, thank you for the donation. Uh, Lamar, Lamar's got a, a prediction on Juan Soto. Yeah, we're almost there. We're almost at the whole Juan Soto thing and Shohei Otani thing consuming the talk. We will get there, though. Lamar, thank you for the donation. So we've got those four games in which Arizona took three of them. How about the head-to-head matchups that we want to watch? Corey Seager against Zach Gallen is 7 for 21. 
And along with Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, who had a light LCS, is 5-for-8 against Zach Gallon. And you got to think he's going to get at least two games against Gallon in this series. Send to the Mets this offseason. You heard it here first. Again, Lamar, thank you for the donation. Let's keep going here. How about Zach Gallon, though, against the Rangers as a collective? We saw what he did against the... Diamondbacks. We saw what he did, or we saw what he did with, against Corey Seager. We see what he did against Marcus Simeon. But altogether, the Rangers have not hurt him that bad. 22 for 86 with 25 strikeouts is good. You've got a 0 for 8, uh, Jonah Heim, 1 for 8, uh, Lowe's 1 for 8, Tavares 1 for 6, Garcia 0 for 5. So maybe there's something there that he can tap into. Work around Seager, take care of everybody else, and hope that Simeon still maybe a little rusty, a little cold from before. Let's keep moving here. Brandon Fott. Brandon Fott was huge in the LCS. What are we going to get from him here in the World Series? Does not have good numbers. Nine for 19 with four home runs against Ranger Bats. Staying with some pitchers. How about Max Scherzer? Maybe Max has a big series here. Max, 11 for 76 against Diamondbacks. Well, let me let me switch that. Diamondbacks are 11 for 76 against Max with 28 strikeouts. That's a good thing. Jordan Montgomery, it's not as good. 18 for 59 Diamondbacks bats are against Jordan Montgomery. And we see the guys that lead the way there. Moreno, Gurriel, hey. Two guys that have had big postseasons for Arizona right off the bat there. Combined 10 for 28 against Montgomery. Marte's 3 for 6. You got to like that. Maybe Marte stays hot. Longoria, 3 for 11 against Jordan Montgomery. So that will be an interesting one to watch because they're going to be counting on Jordan Montgomery. Head-to-head matchups. Guriel against Nate Evaldi. It's another good matchup for... Uh, Lourdes Gurriel. Now, Native Aldi does not have a lot of experience. He has only faced three of these Arizona hitters, none of them with Arizona. So Native Aldi is going to be building some time against a lot of these bats for the first time. I'm also interested. I don't think I will be surprised if we see a second of John Gray. A second. Because Cattell Marte, look at those numbers. 16 for 36 with two home runs. You've also got Christian Walker, 11 for 28 with two home runs. No, thank you. I cannot see John Gray having having a positive impact on the World Series for the Rangers. I don't like the head-to-head matchups. They're really bad. Andrew Haney, we know, is going to wind up Pitching some innings. Unlike John Gray, we don't know what we're going to get from John Gray. It may only be an inning or two. Maybe, uh, you know, where, where the matchups line up well, you'll see John Gray. Andrew Haney's probably going to get out there and, and pitch. You know, he's probably going to be your game four starter. Four for eight, Cattell Marte and Christian Walker are combined. Each of them have two home runs off of Andrew Haney. Interesting to see what happens with Adolis Garcia coming off of this Big LCS against Diamondbacks pitchers. 5 for 28 with 9 strikeouts. Not good. And of those 5 hits, 
Four of them are against the closer, Paul Seawald. Now, maybe that will come up big. Four for 10 with a home run off of Seawald. That's where most of the experience lies, obviously, with Seawalt's time with Seattle. So the team's coming in here. Texas, very good on the home, very good at home, not so good, a losing record on the road during the regular season. But again, we talked about it, 8-0 on the road in the postseason. The Arizona Diamondbacks, very good at home, good on the road, steady in one-run games. We'll see what they can do. Again, they are running on emotion. They are running on motivation right now. Let's compare the units. Here we go. Starting pitching. Now, this has gone up. The trust factor for Nate Evaldi, if you've been following along from the beginning of the season, the trust factor from Nate Evaldi at one point was where Andrew Haney's trust factor is. But Nate Evaldi is all the way up and is just a little bit ahead of Jordan Montgomery at this point. So you have two that you trust. Again, you have some decent head-to-head data for Max Scherzer, so maybe there's something to feel good about there. Andrew Haney scares me. Let's go to the Diamondback side of things. And this is where there's an interesting storyline here. With the emergence of Brandon Fott in the NLCS, we now have three Diamondbacks pitchers that you can trust to give you a good chance to win when you go out there. I argue that the Rangers only have two. And maybe Max. Now, Max is the wild card here. And that's, I guess you could argue, a good wild card to have. But with Arizona and the emergence of Brandon Fott, now the four, game four is going to be a, you know, just pull it together kind of situation. Taking a look at the lineups, we look at Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager at the top of the lineup, Garcia. This is a dangerous lineup. One through nine, they will give you fits. And we take a look at what they have done during this postseason. Adolis Garcia has become a superstar. Corey Seager has been great. Josh Young has been great. Evan Carter has arrived. And again, I can't wait for Evan Carter to get that spotlight exposure. That'll be fun. That'll be great. So you've got good things happening from the Ranger Bats. On the Arizona side of things, they got through an LCS where it felt like it was Cattell Marte and he was really the only one. You had a little bit of a a step up there at, at times from guys every now and then, but Cattell Marte was sort of the baseline, kept going, kept hitting every single game. Corbin Carroll may be coming around. We take a look at the postseason numbers here. Of course, Cattell Marte is leading the way. Corbin Carroll was good up until the LCS. Picked it up there in Game 7, and maybe that's some kind of momentum that he's going to carry along here into the World Series. You got Gurriel, you got Moreno contributing in big ways here for the Diamondbacks. Maybe fans picking things up. Alec Thomas has been amazing in center field and has had some big swings, some big moments. Christian Walker's the guy that needs to get going. Christian Walker, the whole postseason. The LCS really drove it down, but the postseason numbers don't look good. Christian Walker is going to be key in Arizona's chances at winning this thing altogether. Let's take a look at the bullpens. You'll notice a gold tee. That is the circle of trust. And I don't like for the Rangers to only have two guys in my circle of trust. We saw in 
the last few World Series, the bullpens were so instrumental in a team's success. The Braves, the Astros, they were winning the World Series on the backs of their bullpens. Some There's going to have to be some serious step up by Rangers bullpen pitchers if that's going to happen. Because right now it's Leclerc and Sabors are the only two in that circle of trust. It's kind of lonely in there. Now, what has bailed them out is Montgomery pretty routinely going six, going seven. Nate Evaldi going six, going seven. So they have really only needed to go two or three when they start. But they're going to need, trust me, they are going to need more than just two. Looking on the other side of things, the Arizona Diamondbacks. G-Rob, I know. I, I've, right. I get it. But he's the closer. He's still the closer. They have not removed him from that role. So they obviously still trust him. On the Diamondback side of things, it is a little bit more confident group here. Now, in my opinion, we still only have three. We have a small circle of trust here as well. Because Castro's been out there five times. Three good, two bad. Don't like that. Can't have you in my circle of trust if you're going good, bad, good, bad, good. What's the next one? Is the next one going to be a bad outing? Are you giving up runs next time out? Andrew Saulfrank's walking too many guys. They keep throwing him out there, which indicates that him and Mantiply are in the circle of trust, but you see the runs that they're giving up. You see the walks that Saulfrank's giving up. The guys that you, as a fan, trust to go out there and get the job done right now are Thompson, Ginkle, and Seawalt. That's going to need to grow as well. That's not enough. So let's put the units side by side and let's pick them. Now, you're going to call me crazy here. And I'm already noticing I did something backwards here. And I don't know how this happened, but we're going to have to make a quick switch. We're going to move Tampa. Tampa. Tampa? What? We're going to move Texas and Arizona. Montgomery, Avaldi, Scherzer, Haney. You know Scherzer makes me a little nervous. Haney, I don't trust him for a second. Montgomery and Avaldi. All right. Love Avaldi right now. Love Montgomery. Gallon, Kelly, and Fott. Who do you like? Which group do you like? I'm kind of in a spot where I'm over here right now. And that might be insane. But that's kind of where I am. I got three guys that I can trust. Gallon, Kelly, and Fott. Kelly's a gamer. Are you kidding me? Going into Citizens Bank Park game six? Are you kidding me? You just earned my respect, Merrill Kelly. I really like that. I really like that. So Gallon, Kelly, Fott. I'm leaning Arizona when it comes to the starting pitching. When it comes to the bats, when it comes to the bats, I'm not an idiot. I'm not stupid. It's Texas. Okay? There's nothing to even talk about. It's Texas. When it comes, we can move on. That's how simple it is. Yeah, Arizona's got some nice pieces, but it's Texas. When it comes to the bullpens, when we talk about circle of trusts, when we talk about how many guys are lights out, Texas... Who had the comment earlier about LeClerc? G-Rob. Texas doesn't really have anybody that's lights out right now. That circle of trust, I mean, there's a couple of guys, but it's shaky. However, 
Arizona, and I got to switch this. I goofed this up, guys. Arizona has two guys that are lights out right now, and that's Seawald and Ginkle, and Thompson can get the job done. So this is another Arizona. Now, does this necessarily mean it is who I pick? Not really, but based on the units heading into this thing, it's what I like. So who's winning this thing? Who's winning? I got two check marks. I got two check marks. That's got to get out of the way. D-backs, Rangers. The green check mark is for you. The black check mark is for me. Because quite frankly, I should I should be blackballed from making any selections on World Series. But I want you guys to know what I think is going to happen. Last round, I let you guys exclusively make the pick for the channel. I'm still going to let you make a pick for the channel, but the green check mark is you. The black check mark will be me and who I think is going to win. The votes coming in right now. 74% have the Rangers winning and 26% have the Diamondbacks. I don't see anything crazy happening. A, a, a wild surplus. I don't think we're finding any Diamondbacks votes. So I have a feeling this is how it's going to remain. Rangers are going to be the pick. For those of you that came in here and voted, you have voiced the pick for the channel Diamondbacks. I'm tired. Rangers. Just think one thing. Say something completely different. Sure. Sure. Next, my pick. Again, I've got a feeling where I like the rotation better. I like the bullpen better. I like the lineup uh, bullpen and rotation for Arizona. I like the lineup for Texas. One element I have not included in here is the manager. Who's pulling the trigger? Who's got all of the levers? And for that is Bruce Bochy. And that certainly is an important element too. So because of that, there's another cap, another feather in the cap for the Texas Rangers. I think it's going to be a great series. I said at the beginning, I said why I think this is good for baseball. I think that the Diamondbacks definitely have some fight in them. This could be a six or seven game series. But I'm going to go with you guys. Those of you that voted Rangers, I am also going to vote Rangers for my prediction on the World Series. Even though the Diamondbacks line up Gallon, Kelly, and Fott, Montgomery and Avaldi are not too far behind. I trust them equally. In fact, I probably trust Avaldi a little bit more than anybody else right now. And even though Brandon Fott gave us a great NLCS, there's, he still could be shaky. So I'm going to lean Texas for my pick to win the World Series. I don't see a sweep happening. This Diamondbacks team has too much fight. They have a better bullpen. They have more trustworthy pitchers. But the Ranger bats throw in the fact that you've got Evaldi and Montgomery and Bruce Bochy. That could be enough to get the job done. So give me Rangers to win the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> 